Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. All right, so we've brought him back. Let's see if he's still there. Or Mike, are you still there? I am still here. He is still here. here. All right. For right now, anyway, I, my, my clients are not paying me to engage right. in this. Right. This, this is non-billable time. This is non-billable time. Non-billable time. Non-billable. All right. So uh, before the top of the hour newscast there at the end of the last hour, um, we were talking about what would drive down the number of gun deaths significantly. And you suggested uh, specifically banning assault we- assault weapons that that would drive down the gun death numbers, quote, significantly. Okay. And I don't, I'm not. Uh, there are others. There are others. There are others. Right, right. But that's the one you, hang on. Right. But that's the one that you, that's the one that you said first. So um, I assume this is the, the rifles, like the AR-15 platform, that, that sort of thing? Well, and again, this is what you're asking me. What, yes. what I think is also really important is what is, in fact, doable that we could get you know, some good agreement on that we should. Right, well, that's what I'm working towards right now. Assault weapons, we're probably not going to be able to get agreement on because there's obviously a big, you know, uh, divide on things like that. And Well, now you're, so you're moving off of that as a... Well, only for purposes of what you're all about solutions, so am I. And and I, I do think that's effective. I think it's been proven to be effective, but it may not be viable in terms of a solution Right. Okay. Okay. So, all right. All right. Hang on, Mike. Mike, hang on. So you put this all. You put this issue out there, and we can't. We we cannot make any kind of uh, progress here if when I ask a question and you offer up an idea, and then we start testing an idea, we start discussing the idea, and then you retreat away from it as if there's no point in discussing it. Okay. So when you say the the assault weapons ban, I took that to mean the assault rifle ban, like we saw in the '90s, and. Uh, and you said that this would help reduce the numbers significantly. And, right. and and so my question then becomes one of, well, if if we know that suicides are the largest portion of the gun deaths, most right. people do not kill themselves with firearms that are rifles. They use handguns. In fact, the vast majority of gun crimes and gun deaths are with mm-hmm. handguns. So right. why so why like. I'm not sure that that would actually help to reduce the numbers, quote, significantly. I think if you're trying to reduce those numbers and you're looking at it from a regulatory regime standpoint, you have to go after the handguns, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in terms of when you say go after... Yeah, you got to target them with some sort of regulation, right? I mean, because that, that, that's the most common firearm that's used in virtually all of the gun deaths. Yes, I agree with you on that. Okay, yeah, so how do that, so that, that, so how do you go about reducing the ownership of handguns? I don't think you want to reduce the ownership of it as much as you want to raise the responsibility, if you will, that comes with that ownership, and that that you well, you tell me um, 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 what I would think, for instance. Um, that we could move toward, for instance, smart guns. That's a that's a thing that you can now that that somebody who else steals that gun can't use it because in order to be able to use it to protect yourself or engage in yeah. you know 
Uh, that technology is so, yeah, the technology that, so we're not there yet on that. So let's, let's deal with what we've got. And, and what we have is, you know, hundreds of millions of firearms already in, in circulation. Right. right? So, uh, so when I say, how do you get at those guns? What do you do? I mean, so you can't retrofit every single firearm with it. Even if there was the smart right. gun technology available, you, you couldn't go retrofit them all. Um, also, the people that are legal gun owners, they would be more likely right. to follow the law because they are legal owners um, versus the criminal element. So, again, what? so that's why when I say, like, one of the ways you get at this kind of problem is that you you throw the book at people that abuse the firearm, right? That take mm-hmm. the firearm and use it to harm other people. You make the penalty for doing so really, really, really high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and now, but in, yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And the question, though, uh, and this is, really goes back to why I initially called, which is to talk about the solutions that you and a lot of the other callers would be would be willing to do to cut down the number of gun deaths that we have. That was one. I just or, gave you one. Or is it a situation where, and some people might feel this way, this is just this 45, 50,000 gun deaths a year. This is just the price we pay for the freedoms of the Second Amendment. And I don't know. I hope that's not the point of view, but I kind of hear that a lot of times when I hear. That's what it sounds like to me when I hear. Uh, all these criticisms of all these other... Yeah, that's projection, Mike. That's pro- that, that's projection. Well, yeah, no, that and, is. And, that, hey, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one guilty of that. There, Pete Callender. Don't, don't give me that. But that's no, but that is what you're doing. You're projecting yeah. upon. You're projecting upon us, me. Uh, you're projecting yeah. on others a view that you think we might hold, and in fact, we do not. In fact. People, the, in fact, legal gun owners. That's well, and I've, but I've given, so, but here's the thing, Mike. I've, so I just gave you one. I gave you an answer, which is to, to throw the book at people that use guns in the commission of crimes. And we are not doing that right now. We have people that get charged repeat, repeat, repeat offenders in Mecklenburg County, right? Where you're a member of the bar mm-hmm. and there is no outcry from the bar against lacks prosecution for gun crimes why why doesn't the why don't the lawyers in mecklenburg county give a flying fig newton here about gun crimes why here's another one how come the democrat party hasn't gone out and tried to find the people responsible for the Beatty's ford road murders where's the effort there where's the effort to clean up the gun crimes in communities that Democrats claim to represent their interests. Mm-hmm. Where are they on that? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. that's so a question. At, where, where are they? So, so we're looking at, in terms of the solutions, we're looking at, um, as you say, increase the penalties for gun violence. Right? Um, I guess one of the solutions is the Democratic Party should now engage in law enforcement to try and find killers. That could be a solution. How about in terms of, well, like you were saying with a previous caller, um, would you want to have anything that when you do sell a, one of your guns to someone else in a private sale, that much like when you have to do, sell a car, you have to report that to keep track of where the gun is, to make sure it's not stolen, that it is in fact 
change possession from one person to another? Would that form, would that be this horrendous form of regulation? So these are, these are questions that I think can be engaged in civilly, can be discussed. Yeah, I can answer the second and, part, that, that second one for you. Right. I, I can cover that. So if I were to sell you a gun, right? Yeah. If you, and you are, let's say you're a criminal, you're a prohibited purchaser, you are not allowed to buy a gun. Right. Right. But I don't check to see that. I just sell it to you. I can go to jail for that. Right. I can go to jail for that. And, and I should. That's something I should be charged with. And, Mm -hmm. and, and part of the problem is we don't see people being charged with those crimes. So once again, this, this keeps coming back to, the enforcement of existing laws that are already on the books that it seems like, and and I'm sorry to say this, it's not meant as a partisan thing, but there are a lot of Democrat district attorneys that are not interested and a lot of Democrat judges that are not interested in holding people accountable for violating these laws, particularly gun. I don't care about any of the other laws. I'm just talking about gun laws, gun crimes. If you got a gun and you're committing a crime, if you sell a gun to a prohibited buyer that should you should get the max. Whatever is in the whatever is in the law, get the max. Go after these people. For example, I, and I, I, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. And, so and all right, think, so so are you are you are you able then to 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 maybe uh, whip some votes, whip some support inside the Democrat Party in order to 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 get support for that? I think uh, any reasonable good solution to ending gun violence will find support. I don't have any question about Then why that. is there no support? Why isn't there support right now for that? Why isn't there support right now for that? I think, well, I'm not saying that there's not. It may not be as vocal as you would like. I know there's it's, not. You yeah. can tell there's so, not because they're not because they're not being prosecuted. Yeah. So what I think is is good about this discussion is we put different solutions on the table and see what we can, um, uh, you know, what we can do. For instance, like, are guns, are guns too available? Are they too easy to get? All right? And so should there be a higher bar? And it seems to me that to have a, well, for instance, the, the, the permitting law that, you know, that, that the Republicans just repealed, mm-hmm. that, that seemed to be pretty tone deaf because it came on the heels of, Oh, I forget which mass shooting it was. Right, but it was the, the, it wasn't time to do that, Mike. It was working through the legislative process. Yeah. It was always the, that 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 was it was the path it was on, and it was it, it's been debated for years, and yeah. and it's a remnant of the Jim Crow era. It was done to keep it, black people from buying guns and protecting themselves from the Klan. And it doesn't it doesn't help the discussion. I think you'll agree with this. That I hope you will. That when people like myself come up with what they consider to be reasonable solutions mm-hmm. that it immediately jumps to, oh, you're trying to take my firearm. You're trying to take my daddy's rifle from me. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we want. And yet that's what I hear so much. The conclusion gets jumped to. And that doesn't help us because the plain fact well, see, the, Well, the problem there, Mike, is that, is, you know, is it, yeah, Mike, we do. We are killing each other. Big yeah. time, and, and, and it's not, and there's, there ought to be some things that we can do. Right. The problem is, is that I listen to people when they tell me what they believe in, and I listen to them. And when you listen to people and you talk with them like I do on social media and I read their writings and stuff, you very quickly get to the point 
when they know what they're talking about. Most of the time they don't. But when they know what they're talking about when it comes to guns, that's usually where you end up. That's why that, that's why that, that mentality exists. Look, I enjoy the conversation. Maybe run those ideas past some of your Democrat friends, and, uh, and maybe we can make some, uh, some headway on the number. All right. I appreciate it, Mike. All right. More on that in a minute. First, let me tell you, the Heritage Life Skills event was fantastic. Every year, Bill and Jan Sturette organize the event to help people get educated on how to be prepared for anything. The Sturettes own Carolina Readiness Supply, 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials you'll need for any kind of emergency. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies, because being prepared is just smart. The Heritage Life Skills event brings educators and vendors from all over to help people do just that. I was honored to be able to be a small part of it. And whether you're an experienced prepper, have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? I have a lot of messages, and we got phone calls. Let's get to them. Marcus, hello. Marcus, welcome to the program. Pete, how are you? Hey, I'm good. What's going on? Um, I have to agree with you 100% as far as uh, the gun regulations, if they enforced what they had on the books, it would make a huge dent. Um, I used to run an organization in Charlotte called Charmette Court Watch for 11 years. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you that people just they just don't understand. Um, 98% of all cases in Mecklenburg County and a lot of other large cities, 98% of all cases are resolved through plea deals. And what that means is... Not everybody's held accountable for every crime that they commit. It's the way they do business. So if there's a higher crime or a higher charge than possession of a firearm by a felon, a lot of times that charge is dismissed and the individual's held more accountable on a higher charge. Um, I, I, it really is falling between the cracks as far as the, the difference that could be made with upholding the laws that are in place. I mean, I was getting chest pains listening to your previous caller. It, it's just, it's pure ignorance. And uh, a lot of the Democrat Party, they say, well, the Republicans are the big problem in North Carolina. They eliminated uh, handgun permits. Well, they, they didn't. They just cut out the bureaucracy. You still have to have a background check in order to be able to buy a firearm. And a lot of things that, that aren't uh, put into the equation is the majority of these crimes are committed by individuals who are criminals right very small yeah no it's true it's a very small percentage of the population that commits the majority of the crimes yes sir that's correct so i'm you know i hear this argument it's not a very good argument i would have to use one of your words demassery because these individuals they they feel like they're uh doing what they need to do to promote a cause in their heart that it's near and dear to them but they don't have all the facts of course uh, when they're trying to argue the point. Right. I would submit just simply, let's enforce the laws that we've got on the books first. Again, like I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, hey, here's a simple way, simple solution, right? Here's an obvious thing that we can do. Kind of yes, pick sir. up the room before you change the world, right? Let's just clean up our room first. And one way to do that is like, okay, this is an achievable goal, an achievable objective. We already have the laws on the books. So let's start enforcing those and let's see how it works. Correct. And I, I'm, as a law-abiding citizen, I am tired of my rights being trampled on because of the ignorant argument or the argument that, that has no basis, that it's a talking point. 
and the Democrat Party takes this talking point and they spread it, and other people just take what they've heard without any kind of research mm-hmm. and uh, regurgitate it. And it's, it, it continues to be arguments that go against my rights as a law-abiding citizen. And frankly, I, I'm sick of it. I agree. Why don't we look at the system? Why don't we say, okay, these laws are on the books. Let's enforce them. Let's enforce them strongly. Let's see what kind of difference that makes before we start uh, implementing new regulations that you don't even know what you have works. Why try to add more to it if you haven't even enforced what you have on the book? Yeah, exactly. Marcus, I appreciate the call, sir. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. All right, buddy. Got to run. Yeah, uh, Jim, Spencer, stay on the line. I'll get you guys up next and also to the emails and the tweets and such. Got a message here from Wealth Professor SC. Did I hear correctly that they roasted a hog at the UNC Chapel Hill event yesterday? No. They hosted a hog. They hosted David Hogg at the event. Hello, Jim. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hello, Jim. Jim, are you there? All right, Jim, I'm going to put you on hold. Maybe we'll get you back in a minute here. I'll try Spencer. Hello, Spencer. How are you doing today, Pete? I am well. How are you today? I am good. Um, the question that needs to be asked to these folks is this. Suppose you could outlaw all guns, mm-hmm. all guns, mm-hmm. and suppose you could collect up the 400 million guns in circulation. Mm-hmm. Just how do you propose to keep guns out of the hands of criminals? Mm-hmm. No, and this is this is the uh, the fundamental question at the debate. That's what Mike was. Uh, he said, you know, oh, I'm not coming to take all the guns, and he was very sensitive about uh, the debate going into that area. Um, but that is because, like, when you're talking about reducing gun deaths, if you are claiming a superior, a morally superior position because you want to reduce gun deaths, and your opponents do not then the most morally superior position is to take it down to zero, right? Otherwise, does, you, know, you saying we can get gun deaths down to 10,000 versus 30,000, that doesn't make you morally superior because you too are then okay with a certain number of gun deaths, right? That there is a trade-off there. And but, so, so to your point, yeah, if the, if, the, if the goal is to get to zero, the only way to eliminate all gun deaths is to eliminate all of the guns. And, okay, so how do you go about doing that? And how do you go about doing that with people that do not want to give up their guns? There's going to be a lot of gun that, deaths in that case. That, that is not the point. The point is, if you take all the guns away, the criminals are going to make their own. Well, yeah, sure, some of them will, but right, you, you're never going to be a able lot to. Of them will. You're never going to be able to get all of the guns off the street, and so zero is right. not a zero is not one of the options available. Right. So if zero is not one of the options available, then it is all about trade-offs, and there is no accounting on the other side of the ledger for legal, responsible gun owners that do not use guns to commit crimes, but they are the ones that are made to go through all of the extra regulatory hurdles whereas the criminals don't and and i'm surprised that you didn't ask that guy about how many deaths were caused by rifles the fbi 2019 statistics sets at uh 
a little more than 300. Yeah, it's very... No, I, a, I small, did, a small proportion of I those are the uh, AR-15s, a yeah. very small proportion. Yeah. No, I, I, I did say that about the handguns. I said that's why if you're talking about... Because he mentioned the assault weapons ban, and I said, I assume you're talking about the rifles, but those are used in virtually none of the, the suicides, domestic violence, and the street crimes. He didn't hear that. Yeah, well, I, I can't make somebody hear something, Spencer. All I can I do know, is say it. I know. Okay. I know. Right. Okay. I appreciate the call. Yeah, I mean, all I can do is make the argument. I can't, you know, I can't make them drink. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think I can make people drink sometimes. Bob, welcome to the program. Hello, Bob. I often feel like drinking shortly after I get off the phone with you. Uh, so you got oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, I'm on my walk a little bit winded, but uh, I should still sound really, really good. You but do. You always problem. sound good. Oh, I appreciate that. One thing, it's kind of a throwaway statement before I make my point. Uh, are we sure that whatever replaces guns, we're going to like better than guns? Let's not think too far down the, the road here. The whole point is uh, to raise money and to defeat Republicans and maybe get a bunch of guns. Okay. All right. The, the, the point that I wanted to make uh, about uh, one, of the, one of the callers called... Mike, uh, ignorant or alluded to uh, him having an ignorant position. And I'm conservative, but I'll take issue with that. His position is very aspirational. Mm -hmm. And it does ignore some things. It doesn't make him ignorant. I think he willfully ignores some things, like we do on our side on some things. The solution to the gun problem, and, and I think... Our founding fathers were ahead of their time. They understood that this was a new burgeoning technology that they should address, and they did. So the solution is going to be there are no guns on the earth or everyone who wants one has one. And one we can do by the end of the week and one we can never do. Right. Well, that and, and well, they would say that you can reduce the number of deaths by regulating more. That's their well, position. And you heard Mike say that I'm not trying to get to zero. Zero is unattainable. The utopia, whatever that he he, he rejects that as as one of the uh, attainable goals. Well, I think that the the what raises uh, uh, gun deaths is the disparity between the quote unquote haves and have nots. Uh, if a person knows a certain facility, uh, uh, an Air Force base or a school, that they have a strict no-gun policy, mm -hmm. that makes a great place for them to exact their revenge on society. Sure. And, uh, and we should think about that. If yeah. I walked into a Walmart, in fact... One time I walked into a Walmart, and I'm going, to, I'm going to say the gentleman's name because it's semi-important, but there was a young black man had a had a handgun shoved in the back of his pants, and a woman gasped. That's a hard word to say. We should re call it gasped. Gasped, a, okay. A woman, a woman gasped like she was choking down a scream, and I told her, this is probably the safest Walmart in Charlotte right now because that's a deterrent. A, a, a law-abiding citizen is not going to put a gun in his waistband. Nah. Wait, you say a law-abiding person is not going to do that? Typically, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah. So, so uh, if if I if I go into a Walmart with ill intentions and I have a gun secreted, uh, the worst problem that I could imagine is that somebody else in that store has a gun and they might be observing me. Yeah. Okay. And I I think that's the biggest deterrence. Not only that, it's 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 our right. And if and if we should if we want to change the gun laws, uh there is a mechanism in the constitution for right. that. Yeah, I agree with you there. Bob, I do appreciate the call. I got to run to uh, get a traffic update. All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's Military Surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. All righty, let's go back to the phones. Let's see if Jim is there again. Hello, Jim. Are you there? Hey. Good. Yes, thank you. All righty. What's going on? Um, Mike was the liberal that was giving us all highs earlier, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that was Mike. All right. Um, I was listening to him, and, well, there are two things, but the first one was, I never heard the word criminal. Mm. I think I said it once. I think I got it in once. But, yeah, I mean, criminals don't follow the law. Yeah. Well, yeah, but also, uh, all I hear is gun, 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 and then the... The, my favorite all-time lie, which is gun violence, because an inanimate object, which is what a firearm is, cannot commit violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody, uh, Mike, never seemed to uh, say a word about the people who are committing the crimes. Right. Because right. the firearm doesn't shoot somebody by itself. No, and, and, and I think that there is, and this is why I raised the Beatty's Ford Road shooting, you know, that if yeah. you care about reducing gun deaths, then you make the cost of doing so really, really high. And we don't we're not doing that. And there's one political party that seems hell bent on not doing that purposefully. So uh, yeah. that's yeah. And maybe yeah, maybe Mike will uh, take up that mantle. I don't know. We'll see. Well, the gentleman that was discussing as far as the courts were concerned, because I, I did 30 years working for the sheriff. Mm hmm. And I am quite well aware of the fact that uh, if they've got multiple felony charges, the first thing they do is uh, uh, drop a firearms charge. Hmm. No, that wouldn't. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. Jim, I'm going to try to get Hugh on. I appreciate the call. Thanks for uh, calling back and getting a better signal there. Hugh, welcome to the program. How are you? Just fine. Good. What's going on? What's the reason for the Second Amendment? To... uh, Protect the citizenry if the government goes tyrannical? Okay. That answers the question. Uh, our problem right now, we have a country down to the south, but people up in this country, they could easily take over if our people did not have weapons. Oh, I'm not worried about an invasion from outside. Miles and nobody, what'd you say? I said, I'm not worried about us being invaded and conquered 
from foreign actors. I'm I'm worried about the government that's in place that goes tyrannical because it's already in place. But in the state of Texas, it's probably oh yeah, you'd be thirty miles from somebody if you ever need to be protected. And they got the cartel coming up, and they are reported to be in these uh, cities right now. Right. Well, and that's yeah. So you've got personal. Uh, protection component as well, absolutely. But yeah, Hugh, the uh, yeah, the original. I mean, the whole purpose was against the government. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Um, this is from Russ, who says, "I think Mike is competing for the title all-time Mott and Bailey champion. The battlefield is littered with the corpses of the arguments he abandoned as he tried to pivot to more defensible points." Okay. <laughs> All righty. Uh, I, I got a lot of messages here. Um, this is, is the leader of the Mecklenburg Democrats threatening violence, or the North Carolina Democrats threatening violence against the GOP, Pete? Uh, it did seem like that. I'd li- uh, here's another message. I would like to know more about the relationship between the shooter and the victim at Chapel Hill. Um, I agree. Uh, here's Gary. He says, Pete, maybe Mike needs to look at crime and violence stats based on race and single-parent homes. Maybe we could start there. Um, Jonathan says, this guy has me screaming at my radio. <laughs> I think he's talking about Mike, uh, the caller as well. Um, if this guy, if this Mike guy keeps talking, I'm going to have to increase my blood pressure medicine. Okay. Um, Van Coupo on the Twitter machine says, Pete, the real question is what is the government distracting us from now by talking about gun violence and gun control? Now, to be fair, they're just simply using the murder in order to, uh, to get, you know, get out the vote efforts underway and to, and to motivate the base. Um, Moral Compass says, it's obvious that the only solution for this caller is to take the guns. And he says he's not, he's not trying to take all the guns, just some of them. Um, <laughs> Ronnie says, uh, please give me the definition of gun violence. And if a drunk driver kills somebody, is that car violence? Um, this is one of the things I will say also that, in these debates and discussions, a lot of times we talk right past each other because we don't have the same understanding of the terms we're using. So that's why I always try to, I try to get words defined, you know, as we go. Uh, this is from HP. He says, good show. I am a, a concealed carry permit holder, uh, holder. I think laws should be strict for those that have guns stolen from their cars, not homes. Uh, suspend gun rights, five years and fines. These are the guns making their way into the criminal element. Yeah, I, yeah. This is the thing too. You know, people who have their guns stolen because they're not properly secured. That's a, yeah, that's a a, a peeve of mine as well. Um, to, 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 my pistol. Jay says my pistol has never shot anybody, much less moved off my desk when I call it. The day it moves is the day gun control will work. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I actually prepped a whole bunch of other topics I didn't get to, but I enjoyed the conversation today. And, uh, and of course, uh, you know, mocking the uh, chairman of the Democratic Party. That's always fun. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Don't break anything while I'm gone. <laughs>